0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Y'all, 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 y'all. Hello and welcome or welcome back to Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas. And my heart is already overwhelmed because the face I'm looking at today is somebody who I love. I've loved him for years and you know what he's always been a star he's always been a star even when he wasn't in the starring role does that make any sense does that make do you you know what I mean when you're the swing when you're the understudy when you don't get to even go on every day well that's when I first met him and I've gotten to watch his ascension literally to the top and And just it's all coming into view. It's all coming in. The picture is becoming clearer and clearer. And it's making sense. The place where he has been vibrating for years, if not a lifetime, is coming into manifestation in his physical life today. All right. He's an actor, a dancer, a singer, (laughs) a personality. (laughs) Oh, my God. He is a personality. Uh, Apparently, we'll get into this, a cinematographer. Excuse me director excuse me award-winning screenwriter excuse me he's toured with memphis a chorus line beautiful as well as done the australian and broadway companies of beautiful and is now starring starring on the broadway in paradise square please help me welcome my Friend, the effervescent and shining Sydney Dupont.
2: Oh my gosh, Alicia Thomas!
1: The freaking oh. crowd goes wild.
2: My cheeks are like, like actually burning red. I'm just blushing, because, but also like I am cheesing just because I feel like this has been such an interesting couple of years. Am I right? Like with COVID and everything, and mm. everything happening. But I think the 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 silver lining is just seeing how people have stepped, like you said, stepped into their purpose and 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 their alignment. And I've just seen that with you in this podcast. And I've seen it with the majority of our beautiful cast of people yes. who have just truly stepped into their purpose and truly stepped into something that I think it's just been destined. And
1: yes. it's just
2: As you as you said these things about me and you encouraged me and poured love into me just right now, I have to I have to pour love back into you. I'm just so incredibly proud of you and so excited to talk to you today.
1: I love you. Period. Like, I love you so much. And we haven't talked in so long. So it's like for those who are (laughs) listening to this, you're like feeling like we get to catch up for the first time in so long. That's what's happening right now.
2: This is brunch right now.
1: (laughs) You're at our brunch right now. Yeah, yeah. I am so excited for you. Literally, all of the things, Sydney. You've been talking about Paradise Square since we were in Beautiful on Broadway.
2: Truly, five years. Five Five years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I started uh, 2017 is when I got the call, and I was in Toronto by January of 2018, and uh, and then berkeley and chicago and uh a bunch of other workshops and so it's just like it's been such a blessing because you you really get to build an entire character and show um from the ground up and that is just something that has always been a dream for me and to actually get to do it and and make a role that honestly you just don't see anymore Uh, something that you sing and act and dance at such a high level the entire show um You know, and so that's just been a dream to kind of bring that like, you know, uh, style of of musical theater back again.
1: And I hear you're fantastic. We've been hearing this. We've been hearing this. But like, on Broadway. Like we've heard the unofficial before Broadway. Oh yeah. Sydney is a yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're it's, <laughs> it's happening for real, for real. And I'm hearing such great things. And I did get tickets a few weeks ago, but that was like the night that people got all the COVID or whatever. Oh, yeah. I
0: yeah. know.
1: So I've got to get back in there to see.
2: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a special show. It's a special show. I mean, I'm excited for you to see it and, and it it will always have the biggest place in my heart, no matter what happens, no matter I will never forget this moment. I will never, ever forget this moment in my life.
1: Can I tell you something? Yeah. (laughs) You look different than I remember you looking.
2: Good. or bad?
1: (laughs) Can you imagine? Yeah, Sydney, you look like crap. Can you freaking imagine? (laughs) No, no, no. I'm saying you've always glowed. And you've always been very fresh, so fresh and so clean. You've (laughs) always had that. And you're still very much that but something else is different. And I can't put my finger on it except I think I can. Except that I've not gotten to see you in your show just yet. And I can't I know I'm gonna sit there and cry my little eyes out (laughs) but it feels like and you can absolutely correct me because i haven't seen you in years i don't know seems like i don't know you've stepped into something maybe you've stepped into your power maybe you've discovered more of yourself i don't know like there's a knowing about you.
2: I mean D of D all of the above, I, I think that over the years, I mean, again, speaking about COVID, I think it was a pause. Um, you know, although it was a very, very um, difficult time for everyone globally. Um, it also was a, a pause for everyone and a reset. And I think I just um, learned a lot about myself um, about what makes me happy um how to create the the world I want to see and the people that I want to surround myself around and just being a lot more intentional about my rest, intentional about my work, intentional about everything. Cause I think before I've just been so so like work, 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 work. Oh, you know, do this, go to this audition, do this, take. And and so much of my worth was coming from my work. And that, I mean, you could write a book about it, worth you know, compared to work. And, and I think that's really what was the issue. And when everything shut down and stopped and I couldn't work anymore. Right. And I had to just look at my worth. I was like, are you, are you, do you really believe you're worthy? Are you worthy of love? Are you worthy of, of the career that you've been dreaming about? Are you worthy of success? Do you really even want success? Because sometimes we don't realize that we are actively, actively shooting our own selves in the foot. We'll do it all the time. We are afraid of success and we won't even realize it. It's a subconscious thing. And so I really started analyzing that subconscious part of myself and realizing, you know what? you actually need to do some work. You got to do some work on you. You got to love, you got to love you a little bit more. And this is the time to do it. And so after that, I've just been uh, a lot more, more uh, grounded in my purpose and and who I am. And so maybe that's- (laughs)
1: So you are not the only one who has asked themselves that question. I know I certainly did when the shutdown happened and you can't do Broadway when Broadway don't exist. What? what did you find how are you how did you answer those questions or how are you feeling about that now when you're like what is your worth if it's not tied to your work i know that i had to do some soul searching as well when i'm like Gosh, my neighbors always say, oh, that's the Broadway actress. Well, who's the Broadway actress when she's not on Broadway?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: she she is a human being. She is funny and charming and charismatic and, and absolutely vivacious in every single uh, aspect of the word. And I think that that is where because um, I think if you weren't the Broadway actress, Neighbor, you would still be Selicia Thomas. You know what I mean, the Beltress. <laughs> oh, you know the uh, Beltress. and, I, and I, the Beltrus. And I think that that's it. don't <laughs> tell anybody. They're
1: like <laughs> everybody, no, shut, shut up, Salicia,
2: shut up. No, but like you know, I I think that that is, and I and let me be very clear. I still struggle with it to this day. I mean, how could you still not? though, Sydney? Yeah. yeah, you know, Will Smith said it after shut he up. Did it. Okay, but you know, Denzel, you know, I think he said something like the devil comes for you when when you're at your highest point. You know what I mean? And and when I think about it, I think that is something that that absolutely is the truth. Sometimes in your highest moments, that's where you can feel the loneliest. It's where mm-hmm. you can most um um unfulfilled sometimes, and because. You know, I remember, okay, this is, this is serious. I, I won't say this person's name, but just know that they're like an Emmy, multi Emmy nominated actor. They've been a Broadway, like a leading actor on Broadway, multiple productions for decades, right? Um, and I asked them, this is before I, I, I booked Beautiful and got on Broadway. And I asked them, I said, what's it like being on Broadway? Like what, what you know? And they said to me, it's like finding out Santa Claus isn't real. Uh-
1: no that is not what they told me it
2: really was it really was it really was and it's not true but it is so true Uh, because it is because it is so incredible there is simply no feeling like it being on a broadway stage and taking a bow and 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 just being in that world especially when you have a cast like i have in paradise square that just loves you and and support I, I really just love every single person in the cast, and they and they pour so much light and love into me. And 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 I hope I do the same for them. And so there's those moments that are absolutely beautiful. But then there are days that it's work. It is just work. You know what I mean. And you can yeah. lose your characters, and you can sing beautiful melodies, and and be truly living out your dream. But know that in the same breath. It is it's hard it, it, and it's not for eight shows a week it's not for you know the fan of heart Right You know, and so I wouldn't necessarily fully agree that it's like finding out Santa Claus isn't real. But
1: (laughs) Who says that to somebody who (laughs) wants to be in that position?
2: (sighs) I I was so grateful for that because I think by the time I got to Broadway, first of all, I understood that no matter what stage you are on, whether or not it is in Kentucky, whether or not it is in Chicago or L.A. or wherever, that stage and that chance to perform, that is the dream. That is the goal. Broadway is just a location. It's just a radius. A block and, truly. It, and though, you know truly and at the end of the day the art begins and no matter where you are at it, it begins in the storytelling and it be, begins in you and that's the only thing that matters everything else is just you know sprinkles on top
1: what in the world that freaking hit me in a way right now mm-hmm. broadway is just a location i've never even like
2: because we're not taught that, you know, we're taught, you know, bro is the... Uh, it's ep- the
1: b- end all, be end all. all.
2: But one thing I'm learning is that even even making it to the point that I've gotten to, I think um Andre, um, the shield, said was, yeah, he was like, you know, the top of one mountain is just the beginning of the next
1: yes oh,
2: and and i really i feel that so deeply because it's it's just a prologue it's a prologue to the rest of the chapters of your book and so i'm so excited for this to be my prologue and i'm excited for this to be your prologue oh and, my God. I, and i feel like there is just you know that is the that is the epitome of humanity it's growth and i'm yeah. just so yeah. excited to grow and keep growing with the show paradise square and 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 Moving forward, you know, I, I'm just really excited.
1: I I know I'm excited for you, but like literally what you just said, I remember seeing like a TED talk or something, and it was like this millionaire, multi-millionaire man, whatever, like giving us a, a, a talk, and he lives next door to a billionaire, and he's like the poor kid on the hallway, like on the block.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he, yeah.
1: He's like, yeah, I have got a lot of money until you meet my neighbors. Like, yeah. just the, the peak of one mountain is like. The value of the next
2: one. Yes, the, the, yeah, the valley of the next. Yeah, no, that's so, I didn't even think of that. That's so true. And it's hard because you also want to be able to enjoy the moments, right? You don't want to be looking forward to like, oh, well, what's the next step or what's the next mount Because that's what yes. actors are famous about too, you know, yeah. never to steal. But I am also finding a beauty and again, being intentional and rest and balance in that. And I am also finding so much joy in doing nothing <laughs> Ooh. i really i have just gotten into doing nothing and that is so, <laughs> it, it is it is the most fulfilling thing because sometimes doing nothing you find so much more because you finally have a stillness and you're not thinking about what's next what's you know you're doing nothing and so when you are at the theater you are performing in front of thousands of people right yeah um, can appreciate those moments a little bit more you can you can linger in those moments a little bit more because you have the rest and the energy to take it in to take in the moments to take it the real time and remaining present truly
1: oh my friggin goodness i'm like Yes, you better drop these gems on me. And I've heard you, I've heard you talk. I've heard you talk a lot, Sydney on the road. I remember you'd be at every talk back and I'm like, if Sydney's at this talk back, I could take a break because Sydney got a lot to say. Sydney got a lot to say about everything. And still you are dropping new gems on me today that I've not heard from you before. How do you, and you might've just kind of answered this, but still I wanna know, because you are so high energy, uh, you kind of just answered this, but still I'm gonna ask it. How do you recharge at the end of the day, at the end of the night? Because well, you give.
2: Yeah, you give. I will I, I will say this, like the amount of work that I had to give and beautiful is just simply a lot less. I'm like so excited for you to see the show. Cause I feel like if you start the show, you'll be like, I know exactly how you it's because- It's
1: less? Sydney, you were dripping in sweat at the end of the night
2: i am dripping after every number
1: oh, <laughs> i'm not ready
2: yeah yeah it's it's um it's a it's a roller coaster i mean and 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 for me it's not even just the dancing i that always physically is just you know it, it can be exhausting it, it'll 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 get you but for me it's the emotional nature of the show it is such um it is not um you know um Uh, entertainment, just a pure entertainment piece. It is something I've dreamed about, which is a show that puts a mirror to the audience and says, hey, this is what they did. You know what I mean? And how can you do better? And how can you make different choices so that we don't Remain. I mean, I remember back, you know, because I've been a part of this for so long, I remember listening to some of the historical things and I was like, oh, this is too on the nose. Oh, this is like, da, da, da. Oh, this is, and time after year, after January 6th, after, you know, all these different mm-hmm. things happened, everything in our show was repeated right now in today's wow. time.
1: And your show 18- takes place when?
2: 1863. <sighs> And I was, you know, and also what's also an important point that I always forget to mention is that this part of history, this town, this radius, this, um, you know, five points area was almost forgotten by history. It was literally burnt to the ground. And there was very little, very little historical um, paperwork on this period. Um, you know, we talk about Stephen Foster in the show who has a very complicated history with minstrelsy and other stuff like that. But one of the things was, what well, after he died, um, a lot of his music and everything had been burned and stuff like that but one of his music a lot of his music uh was found and that was the only way a lot of his historical accounts on the five points was also found and it was a way that so much of the history actually made it to the history books now granted this is still told history through a white man's lens you know, <laughs>
0: yeah. you, know which is,
2: you know um but i think it, it is very interesting that such a, that this very interesting part of history, was almost forgotten very much like Tulsa, Oklahoma, very mm. much also like a lot of Black history somehow makes its way uh, into the, the trash can. Um, and so I'm glad that we were able to, you know, bring it back out and, and, you know, clean it up a little bit and tell the story.
1: Can I ask you like your opinion on like, I think this is kind of a fun question personally that I was not expecting to ask you, but you kind of just okay. touched on it. What do you think about somebody becoming like making history after they've passed on, or making a bigger impact after they've left the earth versus doing it while you're alive. What do you think about that?
2: Good question. Um, I think it's a little bit complicated. So I think I'll I'll, I'll try to answer this as quick quickly as possible. So I think
1: take your time, Pastor.
2: <laughs> I think that people oftentimes don't get the roses and the flowers that they are due when they're alive. Um, and even if they are alive, oftentimes they are not given the, the recognition that they deserve when they deserve it. They wait until they're either older or like, you know, and, and until, you know, they're in the eighties and to, to, to put them into the, you know, rock of rock, rock and roll hall of fame. And yes, all You know, and I think, and I think that sometimes some people don't win Grammys or, you know, because somebody else is older and they were due for it three albums ago wow. and they didn't get it. They went for that. And, and somebody who's fresh and maybe a new face but had, you know, a better album just get scrapped, you know, and, and you know, and have, and they're all, everyone's always hoping, Oh, well, they'll have another chance. They'll have another, another go. But as we know, especially through COVID, you know, life and death is, it, <laughs> It, it, it can just go like that. And so you there's no, there is no um, uh, reason to believe that people will live forever or, li- or li- live long enough to, to achieve their potential. And so I think it's so important to give people their flowers when they're due and when they're just in the moment and the time um you know because people leave the earth and they become bigger their artistry or their artwork or whatever becomes bigger because they are gone and because it is a rarity because they are gone you know uh, basquiat and so and so many so many others um yeah. i think i think it just does a disservice because ch- most people want to want to feel that success while they're on the earth and while yeah. they're- yeah. You know, um, but I do think in the same breath, I do think it's important to pay homage to people um, even after they're gone. And, and you may not have realized the potential when they were here, but I, I think the family, the people who that person may have left behind, I'm sure they appreciate it. And I'm sure maybe even their children appreciate mm. it.
1: Okay. What about this? See, I thought I knew my friend and then I seen an article saying that you can't hear in one ear. What? since <laughs> when sydney and how have you been able to do all of the stuff that you do how how and I mean, and, and not tell anybody what the heck you know it, it never was like
2: a secret you know i i never wanted it to be like oh like if oh you're ashamed of this or or it's like a part of it, it it's it's never been like that but i think for me it I never wanted people to, and this started from when I was in elementary school. I, you know, I never wanted people to um, treat me differently or 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 expect a, a different level of um, help or anything that anybody else was was given. Because at the end of the day, for me, it, it's not something that I consciously think about. You know, people talk about disabilities, and I think it's you know, while I do have an impairment, I don't think I'm disabled. I think that I have absolutely, I experience the world differently than, than um, most people uh, who have, you know, full hearing, but I absolutely experience the world, period. Um, and I know fully.
1: that more,
2: fully, fully and I, and I, you know, what's been so great about that people um, article is that so many young artists and older artists, um, as well as just people who are not even in theater, not even in, in the industry at all. Um, have dm me have sent emails to me have reached out to me on twitter and elsewhere and it's just crazy i mean there's been casting directors who have come to me and be like i have a colossal too um stephen colbert uh has a colossal Like like there's so many people Yes, and there's so many people who are hearing impaired. I mean, I I don't know if this is out there, but you know, even Jason Howland. I mean, obviously he didn't have a a, a Otoma, but you know, he's hearing impaired. And so there's a lot of people who are yes. absolutely yes, and and we are we are here, we are living throughout this this industry and and other industries and thriving, and thriving. And so it's just been so great to hear from people to know that they have been inspired by the by my story. Yes. Uh, but also just know that it's possible. You know, one of the biggest things I've been worried about, you know, was dancing, actually, you know, because your equilibrium is is completely messed up, you know. Um, but
1: you're like a dancer. I,
2: you know, but I, I think it's, and I, I was blessed because I think, you know, it, it happened so earlier on in my, my life. I was about five when it started and I had about maybe four, four surgeries um, from five until about like 10, 12. And so it was something that I had dealt with for, for, and I started losing hearing fairly quickly. And so it was something that I had just been, you know, used to, and my right ear has become so much more powerful um, because because of the lack, you know, just, just, you know, making up for the lack. And so I, I, to answer your question, I don't know how I do it. Um, Wow very much like most people like mothers like fathers like everybody in this world we just do it we show up somehow some way when there's no solution in sight we just show up and we do it because we have to um and because we know our destiny is greater than
1: wow. than whatever. you know it really is inspiring it is it's so inspiring when the people cuz you are very visible and when you are on these stages, big, small, wherever people are looking at you, and when there's something that is like, uh, I don't know, not as perfect as what society would say, and you're doing what you're doing on those stages with whatever that impairment might be, there are so many people looking at you like, wait, that's me too. If he can do it, I can do it. If it's possible for him, maybe it's possible for me. Like, I remember I was jogging, and I was like, "I'm tired. I can't <laughs> do this no more." And a man with a fake leg passed me jogging. Wow. Made me look. I was like, <laughs> "Salisha." <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, you get no excuse. <laughs> no,
2: and I mean, and it's a, it, it is impossible not to be inspired by that. You know, seeing someone. Just because they have to, and they, and you know what I mean, and yes. ah, it's 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 really beautiful to see moments like that for sure. Absolutely.
1: Um, Sydney, what makes you feel seen?
2: Oof. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> what makes you feel seen. Oh, that's that's um. I don't know why that just got me. <laughs> Um, I I spoke about it in my people uh, article, um, Nina Simone, and she talks about uh, what freedom is. Um, they ask her, you know, what's freedom? You know, what's freedom to you, Nina? And she like scoffs and just is like, what? Like, what's freedom to me? Like, what's freedom? Like, what's freedom to you? You know, and and she says, it's no fear, no fear. And she was like, I I've very Sel, um, seldomly felt that in my life, no fear. And she said, The times that I felt it were on stage. And there's been some moments where I've absolutely felt free. And in those moments, and I'll, I'll expand on that, in those moments that I have felt free is when I felt the most seen in my life. And sometimes that freedom comes in performing. And, you know, I actually have a. Uh, a line in the show that I sing at the end of my like big, you know, 11 o'clock number. Um, and I say, tonight I'm feeling free. And it was n- not in the script. It was not something that they, lyrics put in. And it was just like an open moment. And one night in Chicago, I just said it. And it was cause I really was feeling it in that moment. Tears coming at them, streaming down my face. And I felt so alive and free and seen. And, And it was unlike any moment in my life. And now it's a part of my show every night. And even though it's nice that I don't feel like that, by that point-
1: You feel that.
2: I feel it, you know what I mean?
1: And stating it every night.
2: Stating it every night and and, and dropping in. And you know what that's like, to drop in. Yes. No matter what's going on in your life, to drop in that moment and find that freedom and, and feel seen in that way. So I felt it in those times. I felt it, you know, I'm sure, you know, if you have a relationship with someone, that feels like you—you you just don't have to act like you're
1: cool when you're really yeah. a dork. Yeah.
2: You can be a nerd. You can be—you know—the it's—it's it, it's really powerful. Those are the times that I feel seen as well, um, and I also feel seen by my dog Olivia because I feel like no matter, no matter you know Olivia, uh,
1: so strong.
2: Yeah, she. I mean, I think our animals in our lives, no matter what we accomplish or don't accomplish or you know no matter what we do they love us regardless and they see us regardless of all of it and they and and that sometimes i feel i feel seen by her you know because <sighs> that could be anything for her besides besides her provider <laughs> 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 and I, I love her, you know
1: <laughs> and i this is not really a final question but it is the final question this is not this should not have been my final question but where does your confidence come from and have you always been i i only know you to be confident and like here i am world like i've only known you know you I,
2: and i i keep quoting people but i i, I really get the, the a lot of my uh strength from from other artists and and my parents and but um or what's his name um old town road um oh yeah, little Nas little Nas, Nas x uh he said this uh when he was winning i think a vma or something like that he was like it takes delusion for us to do what we do you have to be a little delusional right like you have to you have to because i mean I, what is this? I think it's like less than two percent of working actors actually make it to Broadway. One percent of those actors actually make it to the principal, and it's like zero point something something for an original Broadway show to be a principal. And you know what I mean. And that was that was my dream. And so when you look at the odds, you have to be delusional, delusional. <laughs> you know. And but in that delusion, there is there is planning, and there is hard work, and there's work ethic, and there's crafting, and there's thousands and thousands of dollars that we spend in schooling and headshots and and printing and and no's and and a lot of little yeses and big yeses and Mm -hmm. a lot of big noes and all of that comes into play. So I think for me, my confidence, um, even from as a kid, has really shifted from my parents, um, who have always instilled in me um, that not only was I special, but that what I had to give to the world was important and that I was important. Um, And through that, I have also allowed myself to become a little delusional in a sense that (laughs) that I thought it was possible. And and not only that it was possible, that it was unavoidable, that that there was no other-
1: Inevitable.
2: It was inevitable, there it is. It was inevitable. And I think that when you believe that, so much so, I think it, it, it your agents, you know, the producers, people who see you, first of all, they see your work ethic, they see all the things that you do, they see you yeah. show up every day, they yeah. see you do the work, and so that's a big part of it. But they also see the confidence that you have that no matter what is thrown your way, you're going to show up for yourself. Not, it, it, you know, one of the things I learned, and I'll leave it with this, Professional. One of my teachers told me this: professionalism is is not when it's not the way that you think it is when you're growing up. Professionalism is being professional when no one around you is being professional. When no matter what's happening in the world around you, no matter what's happening, you are being a professional, and not only a professional, but you are showing up and doing the work with joy, with kindness, with grace. Right all of that comes into play and when you're able to do all of that that is the epitome of a professional that is the epitome of somebody who who does who deserves the confidence and and that that they may have um who is humble enough to uh to make space for other lights to shine around you Mm. you know what i mean and that and knowing that that in that space is the only way to uh to celebrate life and celebrate people I love that. um I love yeah it. oh my god it's
1: so. inevitable it's inevitable yeah. uh, and you know what once it's done guess what i guess you weren't delusional at all huh guess <laughs> what? somebody's got to be there somebody's got to be the president of the united states somebody's got to be why not you why somebody's got to be on the television somebody has to write the shows somebody has to sing the shows somebody has to direct like it's got to be somebody why not you
2: why not you and there is there's so much freedom and and embracing your destiny when you when you realize that there is that you are much bigger than than the little boy in Philadelphia who you know grew up in the hood and and you know may have had a lot of distractions around you, but when you know that there's a purpose called on your life, um, it even from a little as a little kid, I knew I knew and I, I didn't know it would end up here, I really didn't. Um, I had faith that it would, I did, I really didn't know, but um, I knew that that I was going to experience a lot more of the world. And I'm just really glad that I got to experience so much of this country and so much of this world with you on that Aww. tour. It ta- it, I learned so much from you. You have no idea.
1: Oh, I, did. And I I learned a lot from you, just in terms <laughs> of even like how to hold yourself energetically, mm. physically, You've and never and had it.
2: trouble with energy, hold on.
1: <laughs> if anything, I think people always look at us and we're, we were the energizing bunnies of <laughs> <laughs> You more than me, you more than me. I Even think I you there. more than me. Like, oh. I'm like, where's Sydney going? To the mall, what? <laughs> You're dressed for the red carpet and you go in to the mall. I'm like, I need to up my game. What am I doing in these So dreams? My
2: mom used to always say, dress how you want to feel. Not how you may feel at the moment, but dress how you want to feel.
1: Well, if and I wore a gown every day, would that be too much?
2: Salisha, never. Never. And that was the thing I always loved about you, too. You would show up in a gown. where it's a cocktail <laughs> attire, you would show up in a gown. And every single time, everybody was always gagged. And we were always loving it. Because why not? Like, why not why do less why do less when you could do a little bit more right and everybody's gonna love you for it so. one
1: life one life and i i really uh, feel like you were the epitome of that and so ah oh, if you guys are listening to this and you don't follow sydney please like figure out where he's where can people find you sydney
2: sydney dupont uh that is my tag on instagram um i you know, I'm. I'm also. Um, I, I've told you, I'm a cinematographer, and I do a lot of uh, work uh, with writing and stuff like that. And I just won um, an award for um, for one of my uh, musicals that I've been writing. Um, it's a television musical um, How called Dare
1: You. What?
2: <laughs> and I've been working on this since like 20, pretty much as long as Paradise Square, to be honest. Um, but it's one of those things that you you know you you work. And silence, you know, You so, what's that rap? I think it's like you move, you move like the G in lasagna. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Silent.
2: Uh little Wayne. Um, you know, but you, you, you do the work and, and ultimately, you know, I think, I think you just let the work speak for itself. And so I'm, I'm working on a lot of different things. So please follow along with me on, some, you know, Cindy DuPont, S-I-D, N-E-Y. I know people want to put the Y there, but S-I. Mm. Anyway, like Alexis Potier. Um, and uh yeah. I just yeah. re-click
1: the button on the Instagram so you'll see my face pop up again. But I love you. I love, I love- you so much. I love I'm you. S- I'm so excited for you. Um uh, I cannot wait to see you. Don't worry about that. Um I cannot wait to see you in Paradise Square and just to celebrate you. I know I'm gonna be bawling my eyes out. I already know it.
2: You, I know I just want to give you a hug right now I want to give you a uh, I wish I could reach to the computer screen and just give you a hug I'm I, so so proud of you thank you so much for having me on I
1: love you and get some rest I know like you have a show in like a couple hours so yeah. I'm gonna let yeah. you go oh thank right. you darling thank love you, you Sydney. Having- <laughs> And that wraps another episode of Black Hair in the Big League. Y'all, I'm so honored to have such great guests on this show. And if there's somebody who you want to listen to, please drop me a note on my Instagram at Thomas or at Black Hair Podcast and slip into those DMs and let me know what you want to hear, who you want to hear from. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast, rate it, leave a review, tell a friend, follow us on Patreon at Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Y'all, I'm so grateful that you are part of this community. It would not be the same without you. (laughs) Shout out to Wilton Music for producing my theme song, Love C.O.D. Shout out to Colin Tabor for editing this episode and most of these episodes. And shout out to you for listening. Y'all, my heart is so big and I feel so grateful. Thank you for listening to Black Hair in the Big Leaks. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas. See you next week.